welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about my inspiration. Let's get started. Being grounded and poised in our lives is when you feel your spirit is in your body, not feeling we're being pulled in so many directions at the same time. Instead, we need to learn to mediate and become whole again. Amazingly, we can't do that when we are willing to go on our journey of transformation. We have so much more to gain when we are willing to change our patterns. As we are growing up, we are exposed to the outer condition we cannot change. We also have to realize that those patterns we have learned as the child or teenagers are not said to be our own. We can learn to change them, but in order to do that, we need to be aware of them. As a young child, I had to deal with violence because it was the norm. A child could be beat up by their parents as they see fit. It was a different world that impacted us. In order to stop that, I had to realize it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't part of who I was. It wasn't my world. I was able to make that distinction. I was able to make that distinction even though I was helpless because I was too young. I knew it was not the life I wanted to be living in. I did not want it to make the same mistake of my parents. I wanted to stop the patterns to finally know what love and peace was. It took years for me to finally reach my happy ending, but it was the journey of transformation that gave me the opportunity to finally live my dreams. Becoming my own trailblazers wasn't enough. I had a life purpose, a mission to accomplish. I knew I was destined to something different. My life wasn't to settle down at 25, being married with children and a house with a white picket fence. It was a world of chaos. It was going through darkness to help others. It was seeing beyond the world we are living in. It was staying connected with the universe, forming that strong bond that will close the gap between this world and the universe. Living a life that was supposed to be mine, walking away from a world that wasn't mine, to finally embrace my spirit. So, when we're looking at our own inspiration, we need to make the distinction. And I know when we're living in a world where um, chaos is part of our day, that we maybe don't even know what love is, actually, where we get beat up every day, or we don't have enough food on our tables, or we have to walk from a home we had to a different country for saving and being safe uh, and maybe come back later on in that country, doing things that will alter our lives. But during that process as well, we need to be reminded, and a lot of people don't realize that either, uh, the, the mistake of your parents are not your mistake. Their toxicity, whatever they choose or the patterns are, is not your own. And unfortunately, a good percentage of people don't realize that. So what they're going to do is what I learned from my father while beating up my mother or the reverse, because women can beat up guys as well, then it's part of the norm. So I'm going to go and find somebody who is a violent person and I'm going to repeat that, pa that pattern. I'm going to become a victim because I only knew this. I don't know what love is. Or I've been told I am not that good as. 
at school. So I'm useless. I'm like ready to go uh, to be living under a bridge or I'm only destined to work in, in a factory, which in case you could maybe be um, just a wonderful owner of maybe a bakery. Who knows? But when we are surrounded by all of those outer conditions that will influence us it makes it harder for us to make the distinction it's only when you go into your um, journey that you start to realize that or may not actually realize that right away you may be taking some detour to finally maybe start to learn that those patterns or those individuals I'm surrounding with are not for my highest good. How can I switch that? How can I make peace with the past? How can I remove my pattern? The conversation I had with uh, Russ was very, Russ one was very interesting because we talk about patterns. We talk about, you know, I wish to change this because we're so close to now New Year's Eve and the New Year 2021. A lot of people are like, okay, on January 1st, I'm stopping to drink. Or on January 1st, I'm going to go in diet. Or I'm going to run to the fitness center. Or I'm going to and fill out the blank. Those are so high expectation. And I said that in the past, I used to go to a fitness club and it was always interesting between the 1st of January to mid-February, eh, the gym was solely packed, full. There were no room. You could not even breathe in there. It was like, oh my God. And then it started to fade away and people will not come back because they stopped after a week, two weeks, three weeks. They stopped to do this because they felt that Oh, it's useless. I'm not going to be able to do it. And I get back to my old habits. Changing your patterns takes 30 days and has been proven by science that it takes 30 days of reminding ourselves that, hey, I'm going to put some post-it on my um, mirror in my bathroom. I'm going to put it on my um, kitchen cabinet or on a refrigerator or by the door so I can remember that. I'm going to put it on my phone and set up as an alarm to remind myself those patterns so you can start to change them. It takes time, patience, and dedication. It is not a 15 minutes snap in my fingers and this is going to change. You need to do the work. When you're doing the work, you're starting to removing what is not necessary for you in your life, which is absolutely fantastic. This is what it's supposed to be. As you're moving forward in your life, you are starting to shade those old patterns. You're not taking them with you for the next experience. If you imagine for a minute, you go for a trip and you're going to pack your entire house and you're just going to go to the beach, beach for 10 days. What do you need? Do you need your snow boots to go with it? Do you need your uh, parka? Do you need anything that is not related to going to the beach? Do you really need to have a full suitcase when you can wear some t-shirts, shirts, or dress, or something along those ways that will be more easier to do because it's lighter uh, fabric? Do you really need to have all of your high heels or your winter boots to go in there? No, you don't. So what are you going to do? You're going to make your suitcase based on the destination you're going. When you do this, it's the same with your patterns. If you want to, uh, to go to your next experience, you're going to need to remove all of those excess luggage, all of those excess um, 
situation, feeling, hurt, pain, you don't need to carry with you. The losses, the anger, the resentment. It's going to require you to do some work, do some healing work. And maybe it's going to take some time to do it. Again, it is a process. And a lot of people don't understand. When you do a process, it takes time. Nobody is asking you to have it done in 15 minutes. Whomever did said that got it totally wrong. If you, let's say, want a new job, what are you going to do? Are you going to uh, just pout around and hope for the best? Or are you going to brush your resume, put it on job boards, start to apply for positions so you can trigger that energy of changes? So you're telling the universe, okay, Emma wants to change, so we're going to bring her what she needs. And seeing and feeling that that job is right there. You got the perfect job. You got the dream job. This is fantastic. You're happy. You got everything you need. When you're doing this, then you're shifting your outer conditions. Now, we need to go back to our childhood because when we're growing up, we are taking a lot of things with us. And some of them are so deep inside of us that we don't realize that. We don't realize the pattern that we got. Maybe uh, your parents, like mine, were in such toxic relationship. Those two, I don't know how they, well, they got married because they got pregnant. That's it. That was the mistake. It's like, they wouldn't have got pregnant. I don't think they would have been married. But that's life. That's how we went. Because that was the 60s at that time. So they did not know anything better. And the idea that one had compared to the other was so different that at the end of the day, those two were just toxic to each other. The environment where we were was an environment of toxicity. It was negative. It was violence. It was screaming. It was everything in between. But those patterns, you know, when you're a child, you only know this. You're going to start to take on that. You're going to learn from it because that's what you do. As a child, you're going to basically mimic your parents. That's why when you're lying to your child, when you're lying, I just said in your people because a lot of people are so oblivious on this one. When you lie, your children know that, by the way, and they will repeat the pattern. How many of your children have lied to you? And you're like all upset. But if you're a liar, trust me, the only mimicking you they are learning from you they are not stupid children are not stupid they observed like my daddy my dog she observed everything i do so if i do something the way i open the door the way i do things she's gonna replicate what i'm doing that's what she does she's learning same thing with the children they're learning they're not stupid you can lie to them as much as you want trust me they know when you lie then they will do the same thing to you too later on. Then you will be in trouble when they are teenagers and they just uh, escape from the back, uh, from the back windows and go to town and then they get caught and they will lie to your face. But this is, this is the game. This is the game of life. It's like, okay, so how do we deal with that? How do you deal with your past? Because you can put a lid on. One day, the universe is going to bring it back to the surface with something that's not maybe related to it, but uh, something that will remind or trigger those old feelings and memories. So you need to look at yourself. The same when uh, you enter a relationship. If your relationship are always chaotic, the person maybe is violent or cheating, 
Look at the pattern. Look at yourself. Instead of stopping a relationship and running to the next one blindfully because, you know, you don't want to be by yourself, step back. Step back. And instead of trying to make something happen, heal yourself. When you heal yourself, you are going to shift your outer condition. You're going to shift the relationship you're with. So, yeah, maybe I'm hearing people say, well, but you know, Emma, I love that guy. He is so lovely, yeah, blah, 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 blah. But maybe that guy is not for you. And yes, being authentic, being realistic kind of bites. I'm telling you, when you're authentic and you do your own inventory, and, and I'm talking own inventory. I'm not only talking, you know, oh, how many clothes I have in a closet. I'm talking about relationship. I'm talking about what is your pattern? What is your pattern at work? What is your pattern in your personal life? What do you want to change or modify, transform, transmute? And be honest with your own self. So let's say if you always like the tall, blonde, inaccessible guy or girl and you go and chase after them, why is that? What in your past made you do this? When you go back and figure this one out, then you can make peace with it and you're going to stop those patterns. But again, in order to do that, it requires work. When you want to be your own inspiration, my inspiration is to elevate myself, change my outer condition. As a child, I hated it. I was feeling so much acid in my, on my skin every single day. It was horrible. I don't think I had more than five days of happiness in my entire, uh, well, teenage life was a little bit different because we were well, well west. But <laughs> from a toddler from like about, I will say, uh, uh, two to 10 or 13, it wasn't a happy day every day. My happy day was my imagination because I knew I didn't belong there. I knew that what I was seeing wasn't what I wanted. I wanted my happy ending. I wanted love. I wanted to know what love is. I didn't want it to be beat up every five minutes because somebody uh, lost their cool for five minutes in the house. We were all strong-minded spirit, that's for sure, all of us. But it did not give them the right to go into a beating match when they felt like it to release some of their anxiety or because we did something, a simple mistake, then it was the end of the world and we had to be beat up. But this was the pattern, their pattern. And when you live in this environment, taking yourself off of it, can be challenging. I was able to make the distinction when I was a kid. This is not my world. Something is up. I'm born somewhere I should not be born. That's a mistake. At the hospital, they switched me with a billionaire family and I end up somewhere I didn't want it to be there. But when you realize that, it's like, okay, do I want this? No, I want to listen to my spirit. I want to follow what my spirit's telling me. Even though I'm being pounded left and right by people, you're not that good, you're niece, you're that, you're never, you know, you're never going to succeed, you're just a lost cause. I could care less about what people had to say because I decided this wasn't my reality. This wasn't my experience. This was a mistake. So let's get up from that mistake, go into my dream world. 
And that's what required work. It required a lot of patience, which I lost a few times, I must say. I got a couple of meltdowns for sure as a kid because realizing you're not part of it and you should not be part of something that is not yours was, I think, the most horrifying uh, situation. But when you don't have a choice, then you have to go through those life lessons. You have to protect your heart. You have to protect your spirit. One way or the other, you use your rage to move forward. You use your rage as a way to express yourself because you don't know how to express yourself. You don't know how to ask for help. Because at that time, there were no help, actually. So you would have been in trouble and wait for a long time. You had to save yourself. And in today's model, you cannot help somebody who doesn't want to help themselves. It's easy to do intervention. It's easy to, I want to save you. But guess what? You want to save me? Fine, I'm going to ride your coattail, but I'm not going to do a work. I'm going to put my heavy weight on your shoulders, and you're the one who's going to do everything until I get bored. And maybe I'm going to do some, something else. But this is not the way. Your inspiration is to go back, is to go back and see, okay, let's do my inventory. Let's see what I don't need, actually, in my life. Maybe I need to cut off from my entire family because this is not a good relationship with them. Maybe I need to break up with my mate because he is or she is not for my highest good. Maybe I just need to change a job because what? even though it's a paycheck, even though it's safe, I am not happy. So why don't I try to decide and see what else what I can do. What else can I do? What is my dreams? And start to dream. A lot of people don't. A lot of people gonna just, you know, I need to saddle uh, because uh, that's the way to do it and everybody is doing it. And if I don't saddle, everybody's gonna think at the next birthday of Martha, everybody's gonna look at me a weird way and just say, why is she still single? What is wrong with her? When in fact, it's like, choose your life. Don't look at what everybody has. We are all unique entities. We all have a different life. And we should be able to enjoy it the way our spirit telling us. It's not a right race. It's our lives. And our lives is to discover our own self and learn who we truly are. So why not becoming the better part of us? Why not becoming who we're meant to become and be our own inspiration or maybe look at other people and look at how they succeeded meaning what took them to succeed ask the question they lived their dream they took that bold decision to not only walk into the unknown clean up their own backyard their own garden remove all of the weeds and make peace with themselves somebody who's successful is somebody who has their spirit inside of them not like a yo-yo when your spirit go in and out of your body and you're all stressed out and you're all freaking out because oh my god that's the end of the potatoes blah 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 there is so many things to do i am so worried about myself i'm so worried about this and that being happy being joyful and feeling the love feeling the love that you are connected with the universe going back to the basics which is communication, being honest and authentic in our lives, and listen to our spirit. Yes, our ego is there to help and support the spirit. So being happy and joyful, being open to 
welcome our own lives. And you know what? We're all unique. And that's something we all have to accept. Accept who you truly are. Being present in your lives and being joyful. Being open for the best life you can ever be when you are inspired. And you know what? Doing a cleanup feels so much better. You're so empowered when you know that. So I will highly recommend for anyone to do an inventory in our lives. And yes, sometimes there is things you're going to see you're not going to like it. I absolutely agree with that. I some few things that I've done in the past that I did not like. But I did not know any better than that at that time. Now I do. So I will react a different way. I will adapt and becoming flexible. I'm learning and I continue to be challenged. So why not doing it? Why not being open to infinite possibilities? But instead then um, living your life thinking, well, I have to compete with Martha because Martha has everything. Why don't I look at myself and see exactly what I really want? Because my dreams are different than everybody else's. Again, tapping into the infinite possibilities of the world. There is so much more for us. So why not doing it today? Why not embracing every single part of our own self and being the best of can be? Because the only inspiration you can get is from your own self and your spirit. Don't look at your ego because, again, your ego will always challenge you. But... When you're looking at your spirit, you will doing it for your highest good. And that's what matters the most. So this was our podcast for today. On our next podcast, we're going to be talking about harvesting our own dreams. Here we go. Being your inspiration. Now we're going to go straight to our own dreams. And I think it is so essential in today's world that our fields of dreams are there 24 by 7. It's never on strike. It's always there. So it's always depending on us what and how do we manifest those dreams. And what kind of thoughts am I projecting in my mind that will become true? So we're going to be talking on our next podcast about it. If you have any comments or would like to schedule an appointment with me, you can go on www.edgentreative.com. Otherwise, I want to say hello to everybody around the world. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And I hope you get some inspiration to do something for you. And just being honest, I know sometimes it's not pretty to see what you got, but at the end of the day, it's all worthy. So I will talk to you later. Bye now. 